0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of When the Scriptures Become Real. Get a podcast where we learn, where we study, what we grow. Uh, we try to become the best versions of ourselves as we can as we continue to serve our Lord. Again, the podcast can be found on YouTube, on Spotify, on iTunes, anywhere you can find your podcast. Uh, we're uh, so grateful that you all are listening. We're so grateful for the growth that we've had over the past couple months, and we hope that uh, we can continue to grow and, and study and, and help one another. So I'm very grateful um, that we have all these platforms to, to get the gospel out. And we're, we're so grateful for your support. So today's podcast is, um, it's kind of geared specifically towards our, our, uh, our young ladies, our college ladies, our, our single ladies. Um, but also, um, I think our, our young men slash college men slash older, uh, older single men, um, can also get something out of this too because it's actually directed um towards both and so so it's specifically geared for our ladies but also i think our our men um can get a lot from this as well and so what we're going to talk about today is ladies is the guy that you're with a faithful man ladies is the guy that you're with a faithful man you know throughout um Throughout scripture, um, we talk a lot about the Proverbs 31 woman, which it should be talked about. Um, we talk about, you know, we talk about how her price is above rubies, right? We talk about how, uh, she is rare. We talk about all the, all the things that, uh, that she does according to Proverbs 31. But I think a lot of times we forget about the flip side, um, you know, we we talk so much about Proverbs thirty one, but we forget um, about our Christian ladies that the Scripture also defines what a faithful man is too. And so, ladies that are listening, right? You might be in a, a relationship with someone, and that's that's great. That's awesome. All right? You may be talking, and you may be in the stage of kind of getting to know someone. That's a, that's a great place to be too. Um, but today, what we want to do is we kind of want to give some um, some insight from Scripture um, to kind of define what a faithful man is, right? We want to define it and throughout this definition process. What I'm going to end up doing is um, I'm going to give you some, some great notes from Scripture, but I'm also going to give red flags um, just so you can understand, okay, yeah, this is good. And then on the flip side, okay, this is not this is not what I want. Okay. So that's what we're going to do today. All right. So let's look at the first thing here. Remember we're talking about, um, ladies is the guy that you're with a faithful man. Here's one thing. If you go to, um, to Proverbs chapter 20, and again, if you're new to the podcast, you know, this is something that, um, we've been doing what for the last three years. Uh, but we always open up the Bible together. You know, we always try to open it up. Um, to try to stay out of my opinions and my thoughts. Um, and we just open up the scripture and let the scripture talk. Right. So that's, that's our goal. So um, get your tablets, phones, Bibles, whatever you have. And, and let's open up here. So Proverbs chapter 20 verse number six. Now what the Proverbs writer is going to do here is he's actually going to give us uh, kind of a definition of um, kind of a faithful man. And we're going to kind of look through this and then we're going to jump to Psalms later, but notice this in verse six, notice, look how it starts. It says, most men will proclaim everyone his own good his own goodness, and so why is this very important to understand? right? Notice how it starts. Ladies, what are most men going to do? Most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness. Now stop there really quick and go to Luke chapter eighteen and look at this example of what the Pharisee says right Now here's an example of what us guys love to do sometimes. Luke chapter 18, verse number 11. Now, remember, you got the Pharisee and the publican here, and the Pharisee's praying. Now, notice what he says in verse 11. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, and he said, God, I thank thee that I am not as other men are, that, uh, you know, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this publican. I fast twice in a week, I give tithes that I possess, right? And so, notice what this man did in, in Luke 18. What did he do according to Proverbs 20, verse 6? Most men, what are they going to do? They're going to proclaim everyone his goodness. Now, again, this is important because you need to understand this. As men, we are we are defined by what we do, right? So have you ever seen someone come up to your dad or or to your, um, to your boyfriend or to whoever you're talking to at the time, and the first question when they first meet him is what? What do you do? What do you do, right? We're defined as men by what we do and our status. And so sometimes in order to impress that person or to impress the person that we're with, um, as men, our ego will sometimes get in the way. And what we'll do is, as men, we will overhype ourselves. So, you know, just like this guy and Luke or the... the um the Pharisee in Luke 18, what he did, he said, well, I tithe every day. I do this every day. I'm glad I'm not like these other men. And so what we'll do today is we'll say, well, you know, I got a really nice car. I've got a, I've got a, you know, I got a six figure job. You know, I have these skills. I'm talented at this. I can do this. I've been doing this right. We, we overhype ourselves and we'll proclaim everyone his own goodness. Now, ladies, here's the first red flag. If to impress you or when talking to others, he proclaims his own goodness, he might not be faithful. If he's trying to impress you or when talking to others, he proclaims his own goodness, he might not be faithful. But let's make the comparison here. So notice what it says here and going back to our text in Proverbs 20. Most men... We will proclaim everyone his own goodness, but watch the comparison here. This is, who we're try- this is who I'm trying to help you guys find, but a faithful man who can find. Now, before we go on, we got we to gotta define faithful. Faithfulness um, in this text is not what we think it is, right? So we need to define what a faithful Christian is. So, ladies, sometimes you can find yourself settling in this regard. And I've seen this so many times. I've seen Christian ladies settle in this regard. Faithfulness, when the scripture talks about faithfulness, and here in Proverbs chapter 20, when he mentions faithfulness, faithfulness in his attendance to service does not mean he is faithful. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. Faithfulness in his attendance to services doesn't mean that he is a faithful Christian. Faithfulness in this text and everywhere else in scripture always means this man is established in the truth. You see, sometimes this is what happens is, and and I've, I've heard this argument before. Sometimes some Christian ladies will say, um, you know, well, there's, you know, obviously there's no good man out in the world. And, you know, at, at least they'll say this. The sentence always starts with this. Well, at least he always comes. Well, at least he's always here. Well, at the least he's always doing this. Why do y'all want the least? Why do you want just the minimum? Well, if he shows up. That's great. But why are you satisfied with just showing up? You know, it's kind of like this. It's kind of like, um, you know, this argument kind of doesn't make sense. Because if he just shows up and then you equate showing up as faithfulness, it's kind of like this. It's kind of like if you go to a, uh, to a job and you clock in. Yeah, you're faithful in clocking in, but have you ever worked a job where someone clocks in religiously, but they're not a good worker? So what's the point of him clocking in? <laughs> and so it's, a, it's the same aspect here. Just because he shows up to services, that's wonderful. I'm not saying that's not an important step because it is. But to base his faithfulness and to base your uh, future relationship on, well, at least he just comes, that's minuscule. Faithfulness is defined as this man is established in the truth of God. See, faithfulness is not just about showing up. Faithfulness is, is this, is this dude in the, in the word on Monday, on Tuesday, on Thursday, on Friday, on Saturday? Does he, you know, here's, here's one thing too, ladies, if you're, if you're texting a dude, or if you're talking to him, or if you're, you know, kind of getting to know him, trying to, you know, feel him out, does he bring up the word? Does he bring up the scripture? Hey, what did you think about the sermon this Sunday? Hey, what have you been reading this week? Hey, I was reading through this text. Um, What do you think? What do you think this verse means? Does he bring it up? You see a faithful man who can find. If he's establishing the truth, then at some point, guess what this man's going to talk about? He's going to talk about the word. He's going to talk about the truth. And so faithfulness is always established in truth. And so here's a good test. You know, you talk about, is this man faithful? Do you trust the guy that you're with or the guy that you're talking to or, or whatever situation it is? Do you trust in that man's ability to trust in God like you trust in him? Do you trust in that young man's ability to trust in God just like you trust in him? I think that's a good test. And so remember, we're talking about, ladies, it's the guy that you're with faithful. Most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness. But this faithful man that we're talking about, This man that's established in truth, who can find him? You see, he's rare too. See, Proverbs 31, that woman's rare, but the just man is just as rare too because the Proverbs writer says, who can find him? And so he's established in the truth. He loves truth. He talks about truth. He's about truth, right? He's about those things. Then number two, a just man, he will walk, um, A just man will walk in his integrity. If you look at verse seven, that's what, you know, the first part of the verse says, right? The just man walks in his integrity and his children are blessed after him. So when it it means here that he walks in his integrity, uh, this man, he has a standard of living. Now, does it mean that this man has always lived up to that standard? No. Does it mean that this man is is 100% perfect? Absolutely not. And he understands that. But he also understands, yes, but despite my faults, I still got a standard to live up to. You see, this man, ladies, he doesn't live for himself. This man doesn't live for his pleasures. And to be quite honest with you, this man doesn't live for you. He lives for God. And so when he lives for God, ladies, and guess what? This will benefit you. Well, how do you know that? So look at verse 7 again. So the just man or the faithful man who we're talking about, he's going to walk in his integrity, but notice how you benefit. And his children are blessed after him. Don't you want your children to be faithful? Don't you want your children to be blessed? So he'll be blessed if their father walks out of integrity. And so he lives for God. This will benefit you. And so look at look at Proverbs chapter 14. Keep your finger there in chapter 20. But jump to chapter uh, 14 and look at verse number 26. Oh, yeah, this is good, too. Look at verse number 26 of Proverbs 14. And so watch. And the fear of the Lord is strong confidence. Remember, we just talked about guys having egos before. You see, here's what the fear of the Lord will bring. The fear of the Lord will bring the right type of confidence, not the confidence to say what I am, who I am, and what I can do for you. That's not the right confidence you need, but the fear of the Lord, that's the right confidence you're looking for. The fear of the Lord is a strong confidence and watch it. Now here's your benefit, ladies. If he fears in the Lord, his children will have a place of refuge. Don't you want your children to always be okay? They will be if this man is his father. And so if we keep going here, notice this, not only does the just man walk in his integrity, but here's something special too. And my favorite Psalm of all time, Psalm chapter 37, verse 23, it mentions that his steps are ordered by the Lord. You know, ladies, when you talk about the man that you're with, is he faithful? One giant, humongous I don't know another word for big, but big, (laughs) one big thing is, can you, it's, it's so hard and that's why he's rare, but can you, can you see through his life that he is trying to order his steps after where the Lord wants him to go? Is he trying to order his steps from where the Lord wants him to go? His steps are ordered by God. Right and, and if you think about this it, it's a it's a tough thing to do for the guy at times. Remember in Matthew when, uh, when Joseph found out that Mary uh, was was pregnant with child of the Holy Ghost? and so what what did Joseph do? Joseph thought on these things and waited on the Lord's answer before he moved. Ladies, before any decision that this guy that you're with makes, does he pray about it? Does he uh, does he come to you and say, hey, let's pray about it together? Does he ask others, hey, can you pray uh, for me about this? Can you pray for us about this? Because what is this man trying to do? This man is trying to have his steps ordered by the Lord. But you know what happens, ladies? Is because you don't see this in a guy, then you'll start saying sentences like, well, at least he shows up well, at least he's better than those guys in the world. Well, at least he's the best guy I've been with. Why Why are you shooting so low? Why are you just saying, well, at least? Stop saying at least and actually have a standard for him as he should have for himself. And so stop saying, well, at least he's this. Well, at least he's here. And so, and here's and here's a side note, and I just got to bring this up, but um, working in, in youth ministry, you see so many things and it is the saddest thing in the world to me to see, um, to see children that are, um, that are so pure and that want to know more about God and want to, want to have structure and want to have their family there with them at services. And they may have a great mom, but you can tell even with a great mom, something is lacking in the house. You can tell. You can tell. And it's so sad that these ladies have admitted these mistakes and they said, well, we, I shouldn't have settled. They're saying this stuff now. They're saying, man, I, I, wish, um, I wish I wouldn't have got you know, married to him so early. You know, I wish I wouldn't have done this. I wish, but you know why they're saying that? Because guess what these girls said? When they met the dude that they're with now, that's a bum. They said, well, at least he's this. Well, at least he's this. Well, at least he's this. And so guess what, ladies, if you're going to be with an at least dude, you're going to have an at least life. And I'm telling you, it's it's the most painful thing because as a male of, Um, spiritual influence it's so hard because you want to help them and you you do your best but nothing can help them like a father can nothing can help them like a just man can nothing can help them like a man who orders his steps he's trying to get his steps from god it's a sad thing to see but ladies don't look for an at least dude because you're going to have an at-least life. And so that's why this, this man is worth waiting for. That's why, and then on the flip side, we can really be honest, this is why this girl's worth waiting for, because I want my children to be blessed. I want to know that my children are okay at home. I want to know these things. And so, ladies, this just man will bring you security that you're looking for. Not security and stuff, but security in knowing that, everything's all right, you know, at the house, but that's, that's my side note for the day, but number three. So the just man walks in his integrity, but then number three, the just man knows that he's not perfect. Look at Psalm chapter 37 um, and look at verse 24. Psalm 37 verse number 24. Now remember in the verse before it mentioned that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delights in his way. And then he mentions, though he fall, he will not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. Now, let's let's take a principle out of this verse, but let's also take the, the true meaning out of it too. So let's use the principle first. When it says, though he fall, we can use the principle talking about falling as sin. So when that man that you're with falls into sin, that man understands that he's not perfect and he understands that he needs the Lord. Ladies, you need a guy that understands that he's not, you know, he's not, uh, you know, the superhero. He can be in certain aspects, but he needs to understand that he needs help too. And so the principle works of if he falls into sin, then the Lord upholds him with his hand. But what's the literal meaning from the verse? That word "fall there," and this text doesn't necessarily mean sin fall here means when that man falls into um disappointments in life, when his plans don't succeed, when he falls into calamity, whether financially, whether health wise whether emotionally whether whatever it is, when he falls into these um when he falls into these misfortunes then it says he will not be utterly destroyed when he falls into these misfortunes because he understands that the Lord upholds him with his hand. And so that's why he mentions, um, that's why he mentions that uh, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord because when he falls into misfortune, he will not utterly be cast down. And so here's the thing. He knows um, that God, no matter what situation, that they find themselves in or he finds himself in, he understands as a just man that God will always take care of him or them. But here's the thing, guys. It takes two special people to make this work. And so number one, it takes a just man through calamity, through misfortune, through struggle, through all these other things. It takes a just man to trust in God through that. But then it also takes a just woman to trust in God, but then to also trust in that man. And so this is why Proverbs 31 and Proverbs chapter 20, that's why both of these guys are rare. And so here's this example, you know, um, just looking at my parents' marriage, there were times where dad was making great money, right? And when he was able to provide steady income and was able to provide nice things. And, you know, and we were technically in that sense, we were always okay. You know, he was always able to provide and making great money. But then there were also times when, you know, when he literally had nothing. And I use that word literally in the literal sense, like had absolutely nothing nothing right and there were times where he had nothing but here's the thing that that um that i guess now so as i grow that i appreciate about dad and mom is that you know whether dad had everything or whether dad had nothing to his name that mom trusted in god but just because dad didn't have nothing or anything um mom still trusted in dad too And so I can see how it worked now because dad's faith in God was no matter if I have this or if I have nothing, you know, I'm going to still trust in God. But then mom's faith had to be big too because now mom is also attached to dad who has nothing. So mom had to trust in the Lord and trust in dad who had nothing as well. And so do you see why both sides are rare? Because what happens most times today, you can look at celebrity relationships, you can look at all this other stuff. When the hand that feeds you gets dry, then what happens? Oh, I'm out. Well, you know, most, you know, celebrity marriages last if if two years, if that. Well, we ran into, you know, this problem and then we couldn't. Now, there's some problems that, you know, happen in certain relationships that need to be addressed. But at the same time, you know, you got to think each side of this is rare because both sides have to trust in God so much before they trust in one another. And that's why a just man and a Proverbs 31 woman are always going to work because they both trust in God first before they even got together. And so here's the, here's the fourth point here. Um, you know, ladies we're talking about the guy that you're with or talking to, um, A just man, and here's the last thing, a just man will always want what's best for you. I'm reminded of um, one of my instructors, the late brother, uh, Don Walker. And he mentioned in a class, he had to substitute uh, for one of our classes. And he said, um, you know, we should be preparing our brethren's kids to date one another. And that's true. And I agree with what he said but sometimes um, relationships in the brotherhood don't work out and that's okay. That's okay. Sometimes relationships in the brotherhood don't work out, but to make an enemy of your brother or sister is not right. And a just man and a faithful woman won't make enemies. And so you got to think about this. What's the purpose of, of marriage? You know, what's the, what's the, what's the purpose of getting together of marriage? Obviously, you know, obviously like, You know Genesis mentions to procreate, to grow with one another, to help one another, but what's the end goal? What's the end game? The end game of marriage is to help that other person get to heaven. And so guess what a just man, ladies, will understand? A just man, remember, what's the point? He'll always want what's best for you. So a just man will understand that whether it's me or whether it's not, I want you to get to heaven. That's what a just man will understand, and a just man will understand that if someone else can help you get to heaven better than I could, if he can provide a better situation, if he can provide a better, uh, you know, a better shot for you to get there, then a just man's gonna understand that. But what happens so many times in the brotherhood is we make enemies of those um, when the relationship didn't work. Here's an example. you got, uh, you got Johnny, you've got Bill, and you've got Nina, right? And all three of those are Christians, right? And Johnny and Nina start dating. But for some reason, you know, whatever the reason was, Johnny and Nina don't work out. And that's okay. But years later, Nina dates Johnny's friend, Bill. See, now, most times in the brotherhood, what happens? I can't believe Bill would do that to me. I can't believe Nina would do that to me. But wait, what if Bill is a better fit for Nina than Johnny was? Then Johnny should be happy for both of them. Because guess what Johnny understands? Man, look, at Bill and Nina are really good together. They're going to do some great things together. They're going to raise their family great together. You see, and, and that comes along with, with, uh, with maturity. You know, you got to be able to be mature when it comes to these things because you don't want to hold on to something that may be meant for someone else because you want that person to be able to get to heaven just as you want to get there. Because if, if the person was with you, you wouldn't want them to get to heaven, right? So why is it that when the person's not with us, uh, well, I'm mad at them. You should want them to get to heaven with someone else too. So guess what a just man will understand? A just man will always want what's 100% best for you. He'll always want that. And so you got to think, ladies, and here's my big encouragement, and I I hope that you'll at least consider it. And I know it's, (laughs) I know we joke around all the time with with friends, but it, it is, it is tough in these streets. It's tough. It's, it's, it kind of feels like, you know, there's no one out there that can really meet up to these standards. And I get it. I, I know. But at the same time, you know, I've seen the results of settling. I've seen the results of being with an at least Christian, being with an at least person. I've seen it. And it's, I'm talking about the results are the results are way worse than the waiting is i'll say that the results of your choice is way worse than what waiting is now i promise you that it's it's and it never stops you know what i mean like it's a continual cycle but you have the choice right ladies you have the choice and i have the choice to to not just wait for an at least person but to wait for someone who actually has a standard for themselves but I actually, wait for someone that has um, standards for themselves too. You know, and you got to think. Um, you know, you got to think. One one thing that um, Brother Cates he gave me some great advice one time. He said, "So many times it's it's so it's so easy to look at um, the little frame right now, but you got you got to look at the entire picture, even though the entire picture is not done yet." You gotta be able to look at the entire picture. And so when it comes to um, you know, talking with someone or or dating someone or you know, seeing if someone could possibly be an option, whatever it is, you know, and my um my uh what's the word encouragement, I guess, is to do this with a purpose, right? See if this guy can really be proverbs 20 can he really be psalms 37 can can he be those things and i'm not saying again and i'm not saying that you know these guys have to come out you know like little caesar's ready to go right and vice versa but i am saying that you know look for a guy that actually desires to be this dude that that's working at it that's working towards it that's trying to be um the best that he can be and so when we talk about a just man, a just man, ladies, and as you guys know, I, ain't got, I don't have to tell you, a just man is just as rare as a just woman. Uh, but one thing that we can do is we can always continue to um, to improve ourselves, but then to also um, improve your prayer life to pray for them. So pray for that just woman. Pray that you'll be that just woman or just man. And pray that um, that you'll have the eyes um, to see the just woman and to see uh, the just man um, as well. Here's here's one other example that I wanted to bring up too. You know, when we talk about ladies, is the guy that you're with faithful? Is the guy that you're with faithful? Um, so many times, what can happen is, like we mentioned before, you can end up settling. And you can end up settling for the wrong target and you aren't willing to adjust. You know, I I heard this example yesterday, this guy in the air force, he said, he said, when, when I was in the air force, he said, there were two types of missiles. There was a ballistic missile and there was a cybernetic missile. And he said, here's the thing about the ballistic missile with a ballistic missile. He says, before you fire it, um, when you pick your target, it will always hit the target no matter what. I mean, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, it doesn't matter what the wind's like. It doesn't matter what the weather. It, I mean, it's it's always going to hit its target. So the, the missile will never adjust. But here's what he said. He said the target started to get smart. And the targets knew that Uh, the missiles would never adjust. So the target started to move. And so everybody else adjusted, but the missile. But he said, here's the difference between a ballistic one and a cybernetic one. He said the cybernetic missile, he said, when you fire that missile, when it hits its target, it will always adjust and it will always move. And so a lot of times ladies, ladies, you can find yourselves being the ballistic missile. Well, he shows up. Well, he's a Christian. Well, at least he's doing more than my last guy did. Well, at least he's doing more than any guy that I've been with before. You see, so instead of adjusting to what the word says, what you'll do is you're so satisfied with, well, at least I have a target. So that that means that you're the ballistic missile. Everybody adjusts but you. And so then you're satisfied with the guy. Then you end up getting married to the guy. And then now all these problems happen because you weren't willing to adjust to the word of God. But ladies, you can be a cybernetic missile. So if this target didn't end up working out, instead of being so adjusted to that target not working out, you keep looking at the word of God. And you you keep on adjusting over and over and over to the word. And so that my advice to you is don't be an at-least Christian or don't be in an, in, in an at-least dating situation. If you have to wait, I, I, I promise you the consequences are way worse than the waiting is. But if you have to wait, wait. Because a just woman and a just man is always worth waiting for, as God is. And so ladies, is the man that you're with faithful? I hope that he is. I really hope that he is. And I hope that you'll, you'll want someone faithful. And I hope that you'll hold uh, yourself to a standard, but I also hope that you will hold him to a standard too, that you will hold him to the standard of the word of God. And I, I, and I pray that, um, you know, so many of of your relationships will work out. I pray that so many of your relationships will, will be successful. Um, You know, will bear fruit and, and all of us together Can continue to work for the lord because we all need each other you know we're all going to need each other because you know as you see this world needs more christians and so i hope that this was helpful for you as it was for me i look forward to studying with you um we'll be on hopefully i'm going to say hopefully tentative tentative tentatively i can't talk today man um i'm going to say hopefully maybe next week we'll be we'll be on but we'll see um Hopefully you guys are doing okay. I appreciate you guys listening, and uh, we'll see you later. Thanks, guys.